hunt down Spotify playlists and get your stuff out there. Cause that's going to, that's going to be what generates, you know, cause people just turn on a playlist and they just let it run and it will just repeat over and over. And that's how you get that streaming income. To the passion behind the art show. It's all about diving in with individuals to learn the story behind their passion. It's your host, Daryl Pinnock. Excited to have Sarah Joy on the Passion Band Art Show. Like we've been in contact for a while now, and it's so good to catch up with her. Sarah, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's so good to talk again. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, I know. We've been kind of like missing each other for so many different reasons, but like I'm so glad we're finally doing this. <laughs> yes. All right. So, Sarah, let's jump right into it. Like, you got a new album out. Um, before we get into the album, like, what have you been up to? How have you been navigating this very, like, <laughs> strange time? Tumultuous? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I guess uh, the beginning of last year, whenever we started having the lockdowns and all of that, um, I wasn't too affected because a lot of my work is mostly online anyways. Um so I, I did feel pretty bad for musicians whose only income stream was doing live shows. That That's really hard. Um, but around that time, uh, the label that I work with, Paladin Music, uh, contacted me about um, this competition. Basically, where they were having a bunch of people send in um, recordings, like a song, a song competition. Um, and they wanted to have uh, the winner would you know, be signed to do a full album of 10 songs and the idea was to have something to basically bring people some peace and some joy uh during what was definitely a difficult year so that's kind of how that all got started oh that's cool so that yeah. means you won uh yes <laughs> okay okay so that that's pretty cool so what are some of the ways like all right so for those who don't know sarah she's a an amazing musician singer songwriter um and i think don't you do a little painting too i do but i would never (laughs) (laughs) but yeah she's an amazing musician amazing artist and i love her style like what would you I know it's kind of like dabbling with classical, but like, what would you, what category would you kind of put your style in? I think Paladin considers me classical, classical crossover. Um, but have you ever, have you ever heard of the artist Andrew Bird? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I draw a lot of inspiration. Okay. From music. Okay. So maybe okay. somewhere along those lines. Okay, cool. And she plays a cello, and like, she is a mean celloist. I said it right, right? Yeah. Like, no, I mean, I, sorry, go ahead. Sure, cellist, cellist, it doesn't matter. 
I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> I mean, she's very good, like very good. I am an appreciator of all music. I actually like classical music a lot. And I do listen to it a lot. And I just because it reminds me of. I don't know. It's a little bit different, but it reminds me of music that sets the mood in movies. And I love that type of stuff. So that's where I kind of like pull my classical feel from. So let's jump into like, so how am I, how are the different ways you kind of generate revenue right now? Um, okay. So you have your royalty streaming or mm. your royalties from streaming. So Spotify, um, Pandora, Deezer, you name it. Um, and then you can also upload it to... I wouldn't say it's necessarily a small platform, but um, Bandcamp, I don't know if you're familiar with I've heard of it. I've heard of Bandcamp. Yeah, I don't have the new album on there, um, but that's definitely a place you can sell your sheet music on your website. Um, I get ad revenue from YouTube. Um, and then I also teach privately, uh, and that helps a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, those are those are the main places. And it, it takes a while to build up on those different platforms, but if you're consistent and patient it'll pay off i like how it's just like diversified like very like yeah. it's multiple and i love that because i'm a big believer in like building different streams of income all right so so my brother's a musician so i'm definitely um aware of that world he plays a guitar and i'm definitely like i, I can appreciate that world so what are the pros and cons of like, okay, being independent or being like on a label? Yeah. Well, I like freedom. Mm. I don't like anybody telling me what to do or, I mean, obviously I have conversations with holiday music where they'll make suggestions and we go back and forth, but there really isn't that much compromise. Mm. And I know that I sacrifice um, some exposure probably for making music that I know a lot of people probably think is maybe unusual or weird. Um, but I would rather, I would rather be true to what I like to listen to. And, uh, yeah, cause I don't know if it makes sense. No, and that, that definitely makes sense. I've, I've heard that said before. So I'm guessing the pros is kind of like having an army kind of pushing you out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just I've heard a lot of stories um, of from artists who have worked with the big name labels and um, their experiences are not ones that I would wish to share. Mm. I don't want any part of that? So Paladin has been really really good to work with, and they just they're not taking advantage of you. They're not trying to push in a direction that's uncomfortable. Um, yeah. So it seems like you get you kind of signed up with one of those few labels that kind of appreciate you for you and kind of want to let you shine yeah yeah they're very respectful um it's nice it's nice and again like i'm sure if, if i were to try i don't even know if they really would want me necessarily but mm -hmm. even if i would try for that i don't i just i don't think it would work out in the end <laughs> and plus you've kind of like been building sarah joy for a long time now and it just kind of feels like you've kind of been set in this kind of way and this structure and this like okay i want to do this today i'm gonna do this i don't have to check with anyone i don't have to do anything you know what i mean yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and from a business perspective i'm sure that's not 
the most wise thing. Whatever. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure there's some naivete and some like, okay, like this is not really the 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 most businessy thing to do. But I feel like when it comes to a brand, sometimes those things too do clash. And I feel like not all the time something is business um, necessary, but it's brand necessary. Like you're, you, you know what I mean? That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't thought of that. Yeah. And I feel like you've, you've got a pretty nice brand. I feel like it's very like, I don't know what the word is for. It's like very classy very um like my wife would appreciate you very much um very audrey hepburn very like you know like like a classy woman type feel um if you were to like describe your i guess your brand or what you're trying to portray or whatever how would you do that i mean pulling from the classical influences in my music it kind of makes sense that i would reach back to you know older time periods so i really like vintage things um uh, i like the classics uh yeah what it's actually <laughs> okay so you know the trend going around on tiktok uh, i don't know if it's a trend but it's really popular uh this aesthetic called dark academia yes i've heard of it yes <laughs> okay i'm like i'm not i'm not super dark but that whole ethos, ethos, whatever. I feel like I was I was doing that before it became mm, a trend. Interesting. Yeah. So you have this new project, and it says um, we grow up so fast. So what was the inspiration behind it? Like, how did that kind of come to being? Um. So, uh, you know, how I was saying that the the point of the album really was to, uh, I guess, ground people, um, kind of bring some peace and some comfort. Um, and one of the things that I was thinking about, it's like, you know, as, as you go through life, uh, one of the best ways to avoid anxiety is to, you know, basically be grateful for where you've been and what you have and to see like the thread that kind of has held you steady through good times and bad times. Um, so, you know, um, it's basically, uh, how do I say it? Like a progression of what I've experienced in my life stage by stage. And it was a personal reflection on what have I held on to through all of these experiences that can, that I can keep holding on to through whatever challenges come up next. Interesting. So, okay. So you won the competition. You're going to, the prize is for them to, back your first album is this your first album right uh yeah uh, okay. professionally probably. yeah okay right so how do you start like how do you even did you already have these songs like how did you start day one it's 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 album building time like how did you even start um album building step one was to define the overall mood and aesthetic um and did ask that I do a couple covers, so I looked for songs that I really liked just from my childhood um, that would fit into this theme. And then uh, once I had my uh, track list decided, which included a couple originals that I kind of already had in my back pocket, 
Um, then I got them in order. So that would take you through a progression of like childhood wonder and then through like the insecurities of adolescence and then through young adulthood, you know, trying to find your uh, stability, I guess, if we ever truly find that. And then, <laughs> and then like through marriage and the things that go into that. Um, and so I had, I had that. Uh, and then I'm kind of like, I guess I'm the type of person who really likes to like finish one thing at a time. So I don't really like spreading myself out mm. on a, over a bunch of different songs. So it's like, okay, first song, get it done. Like keep your head down and just finish it. Cause the worst thing is whenever you start something and then you get distracted by another project and you lose like the core flow that yep. you had going. That That's first the one. struggle of every creative out there. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> to protect myself against that, I was like, okay, song number one has to get done. I will finish it. Yeah. Okay. So, cause I'm, I'm so fascinated with this, like this whole world of like making an album. How did you even decide what was going to be on the album? Um, I think, I mean, once I had, once I had the mood decided, like mm-hmm. what world I wanted to bring people into, I was like, okay, well, I'm only going to choose things to write about or choose songs to cover that really mean something to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to compromise and do something that I think would be popular because I've been there, done that, and I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, you do have to kind of take into consideration uh, what keys you choose to do the songs in because you want it to flow nicely. Um, so harmonic, you know, progressions, thinking like on a, a, a meta level, mm-hmm. okay, how's the whole thing going to flow? Um, yeah. And then I guess in terms of like arranging how to choose, you know, how the arrangement, arrangement oh my gosh, I can speak arrangements should be set. <laughs> I like I like having contrast. Mm. So I uh, one song nice and full or as full as I can get it, and then the next one maybe do a minimalistic kind of pared down sound. Um, so yeah, it should it should kind of bring you on a journey in terms of the arranging where it's full and it's big and it draws you in, and then maybe like halfway three quarters of the way through the album, you kind of want to uh, bring things to be more intimate and. Gotcha. Have draws you into that close that closeness and then you can end bigger if that makes sense okay that does make sense so so how did the studio time go because especially with like now like how like were you going into their studio or were you doing it like offline or you're doing it to a different studio close by like how did that how did that process go home studio actually. Mm, okay yeah. sweet I've saved up for years to actually have the equipment that it takes to like have a good sound. So this was the first thing I've recorded with like top notch, top notch stuff. Oh, that's cool. So you have like your whole setup at the house. Yeah. Yeah. Just in time for COVID, like just in time. Really? Yeah. That is crazy. So that means all the other like um, projects that you've put out on Spotify, they were they were, were those done in um the home studio they were but they were with the old equipment mm. so you even so you had the studio and then you got new equipment like top of the line type yeah. deal okay yeah. 
That's interesting. That's interesting. So on each song, was there one song that like you say gave you like the hardest time? Uh, they all hit that point. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to keep doing this. <laughs> this is stupid. I'm wasting my time. Mm. Um, there was yeah okay well the one my favorite one off the album is called owls and foxes okay i've seen that one i listened to that one yes i did Um, listen to all of them yeah so that one that one was my favorite i think that's the closest in terms of style direction that i want to go in um but the tricky thing about it is it does have um a guitar part throughout Mm -hmm. and i've never i've never really dive dived into learning the guitar um well and so that was a that was a challenge for me to actually play uh, cleanly and so you played the guitar for that part yeah i the, the album the whole entire album was recorded by myself wow okay okay so that was <laughs> and and i learned the cojon for that song too you learned the, you learned to do what it's um so you see that I don't know if you can see it. That box right there? Yes. The brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's called a cajon. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's basically like a little mini drum set. Like, you can just take it with you and you have a full drum set at your disposal. Wow. Yeah. That was fun. But right. that was hard to answer your question. I think that was the most challenging one. Uh, like, so what was, like, how long did it take you to, like, put this together? Like, months how many months you know estimate um i think the competition was in april of last year and then i basically finished up everything by december um and it would have been sooner um, but i ended up actually dealing with a lot of health issues during this Mm. but i got through it and pushed, pushed through to the end so um do you, does that do you think it's because you were like working so much? Because I'm pretty sure this was all work. Probably. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got it done and got through. It's kind of like you know, it, it's kind of like also like a badge to add to finishing it. It's like you got through this tough health time, and yeah. you finished this album, and now you're you know you see all of this afterwards. It's just like, I, I pushed through all of this to get to this point. Yeah. That is, that, that is so interesting. And I'm glad I, I like the theme of like trying to put some kind of, um, cause it's, it's definitely a, a album that will just kind of relax you. Um, especially with some of the covers, you know, they're very like, if you're into some of these, um, I can't remember what movie it was played in. Uh, Willy Wonka and the Dog. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and yeah. so it brings back some kind of um, nostalgia, like just listening to, because it's a well-known song. And um, so it's 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 pretty cool to kind of hear, you know, just the whole process. Um, so how did the label come involved? You kind of just record the song and send it to them. Like what part, like how did they come involved? Um, I've been working with them for, I think, maybe two and a half years. Um, but they actually, they were involved in this pretty much every step of the way. And again, it was never like, 
Um, they weren't try- trying to direct it. They let me pretty much decide everything. But, you know, there were conversations and back and forth to kind of help me navigate. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So you're basically on the marketing part now. It's like, um, so how does that part work? Are they like, like kind of talk to me about how does it work with you? Cause you know how it works when it's just Sarah putting something out. It's like basically Sarah telling everybody, um, as much as possible, like I got something out, but how does it work now with you having a label with you and the marketing and the promoting of the album? Well, um, I guess I'm about to find out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I know that there, I think, I don't want to get this wrong. I, okay. Uh, forgive me if I'm wrong. I believe that their YouTube channel has close to, if not more than 3 million subscribers at this point. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a lot. It, it's yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Especially compared to my channel. So, um, and how much does your channel have? It has, I think, around 54,000 right now. Okay. And mine has 124. So it's... Hey. it's, it's, it's about, talk about perspective. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. I put no effort in growing my YouTube. It's just like, I'm, I feel like right now I'm so spread thin that I feel like... I'm trying to take stuff off my plate and try to create more zero and kind of like what you were talking about. Like you focus on one song, finish that completely, then go on to the next song. That's the stage I'm in, especially with these social channels. I'm like focused on one and I'll move on to the next, you know? So that's kind of where I'm at with stuff like that. Yeah. That's been tricky trying to like balance uh, everything in terms of social media for sure. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, we could do a, a snippet little segue into that. But yeah, I mean, I feel like and it's still part of like the learning um, for me. M- my marketer mind comes on. Right. Um, and my goal is, yes, to express myself as a creative. But my number one goal is to be honest, is to like generate revenue. You know what I mean? Like through what I love doing and what I've learned is that, and just with talking with different people, like I know people that have a large following and they're not really making any money. And I know people that they barely got anybody noticing them and they, they rake in like six figures on working, working for themselves. So for me, it's like, how can I meet that happy medium? But at the end of the day, like I'm always trying to figure out how I can generate revenue first, you know? So I started this plan where I'm focusing like one aspect of like business wise at a time. And right now I'm, I'm, I'm leaving one to go to the next. So right now I was focused on just like that client work is kind of, so for you would be, um, like tutoring. Like right. something that requires your time, right. Some, something that requires you to actually execute it. Um, and to be honest, like social media just had to kind of take a, a, a break on. I just had to take a break on it because like it's just a lot of work that I got to get done. And the the work that I put in 
to get the attention is here now. So now I got to do the work. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Um, but I'm, I don't want to like, I know why I'm building social media. I'm building social media for leverage, but at the end of the day, like, um, opportunities are still coming outside of social media and it's still digital, but it's not, that's not, I feel like sometimes we feel like social media is the only way digitally to build a business. And it's not, you know, it's so many different ways to, to, to build, um, a business digitally or get attention digitally, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does. Do you have a podcast on that? Because I don't know if you have advice. No, I, ha- I have advice. not. I have not like really dived into that. And it's, it's, I should, and I'm going to, um, I'm definitely going to make a podcast on like just the different ways on digitally generating revenue. And you see, sometimes I take some of that stuff for granted because I, not only do I, I've learned marketing on my own, actually work for a marketing firm. So I have all this information and sometimes I just kind of like figure everybody knows this. I'm just a little bit behind the curb, but I definitely will. I definitely will make a podcast on just like different ways to generate revenue, um, because say, for example, like this year, th- between the end of last year and the end of this year, I did a couple online workshops, right? And the calligraphy. But I didn't use social media to get any of those, but they did find me digitally. You know what I mean? So it's just like what I'm learning is that like an actual social media is not the only way. Now it is a good way. And I'm not, I love sharing and, and we get to kind of see each other's stuff and stuff like that. I do love it, but um, it's not the only way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, whenever you do that podcast, you just send it to me. Cause yeah, I've, I felt kind of locked into the social media thing. It'd be cool to see what other options are out there. Oh, definitely. And especially for a musician. Um, and I, I and it's funny you say that, like, I'll have these conversations with my brother all the time. I'm like, uh, bro, this is, you need to be doing this, 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 and that. And he's like, bro, I don't want to do all of that. I'm just like, but you can though. He's like, but this is what people are doing. And I'm like, but this is what other people are doing. So it's just like, definitely, I'm definitely going to make a podcast on just like the, the ways digitally to kind of, especially when it comes to, because I feel like what we need as people that are trying to ge- generate revenue with the things we love, we need people that's actually looking for us. Mm-hmm. Um, look in the sense of like, we, I need someone that's actually looking for a calligrapher. You know what I mean? You need someone that's actually right. looking for a, a musician to hire for whatever the case may be. And at times, Social media is just kind of like a, I like your stuff that deal. Right. It but it's, it's not like, right, right. So it's not necessarily right. they're looking for you to hire you for whatever the case may be, but they're looking for, for you to see what you're doing, which there's nothing wrong with that. But like, <laughs> we got to make some money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, 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 uh, I'm definitely, now that you said, I'm definitely going to do an episode on like just that type of stuff. Cause there's a lot of different ways out there for sure. For sure. So 
Um, let's jump right back into the album. So the the the, the label is promoting you. Um, what are some of the where are some of the areas that they've like focused on like promoting you right now? Um, so we're creating a plan basically to do it, it's like an Instagram series, and we're also going to be doing kind of a series on TikTok as well. Um, basically, just hitting those those demographics. Um, honestly, I am not super clear yet on this topic because I'm kind of waiting. I am going to see what plan they come up with. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, and she, the the girl that I mostly communicate with, she has a lot of really good ideas, but. That's one of those places where I'm not sure how much I can say, and I don't know all the specifics yet. Okay, but, sweet, sweet, sweet. But I do like this. I do like the series idea. I do like. I'm not sure if that's what they're gonna like. What I'm thinking is what they're gonna do. But I do like that because, especially if it's like you doing something musically, mm-hmm. it's like one of the ways to promote something without promoting something if that makes sense. And I love those ideas because like after a while, like, like a lot of us are not natural salespeople. So like after a while, like I could, you could tell someone buy my stuff, but so many times, you know what I mean? The art of marketing is subtlety, right? Yeah. It's just like, it's just like (laughs) you could tell someone, but like the idea to make someone think can't get you out of their minds to the point where they're like, Hmm. Yeah. I wonder what Sarah's going on, got going on. Like I can't, I see her everywhere right now. Right now I'm seeing her everywhere. I need to go see what's going on. And I like those, those ways of, using whatever the talent is to promote it without actually saying buy my stuff i like that always like that type of stuff yeah same oh you know i just thought of uh one thing that's actually been really helpful uh halogen is really good at getting my songs on like big spotify playlists Mm. that is so important for musicians so if anyone who's a musician is listening to this like hunt down spotify playlists and get your stuff out there Cause that's going to, that's going to be what generates, you know, cause people just turn on a playlist and they just let it run and it will just repeat over and over. And that's how you get that streaming income. That is, I think that's like, I think you just dropped like a, a bomb just now because that's literally what we do. Like we look for a playlist that either fits the mood that we're in, the artists that we like, or the genre that we want to kind of take in right now. And we just let it ride. Yep yep so so are you saying that the label gets you on the playlist or yeah so they do that hard work for me fortunately but i've done my own research into what it takes as an indie artist and like pretty much the top the top two tips are um you want to find playlists that you know are going to fit so you're not just like sending out a mass email to these curators you're like okay you send them an email and you want to make sure it's very professional, like keep it concise and be like, you know, your, your playlist. I like listening to them. I think that my music would be a good match, you know, include the actual file of the song. Don't send them on some like hunt to find your recordings. Um, you know, <laughs> be professional about it. And, uh, you should, you should 
find some people who are interested. I like that. That is actually a pretty good idea. I think, um, yeah, I like that because that's, I think for the most part, um, Spotify really has mastered like the, the playlist idea yeah. of like building a playlist. I feel like they've really mastered that more than any other, um, media music playing platforms that I've ever seen because I'm always, um, doing it. I'm always checking out a new playlist and something that I'm trying to take in right now. I'm always checking out. There's this one guy that I know he listens to white noise, uh, playlists. I don't know how he does it, but it's basically just, uh, have you heard of it? No. It's like, it's like rainfall or just some, just some random stuff that just, it's very like nonspecific and it's super random, but they just listen to it while they're working. Ambience. That sounds great. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, but. That's definitely a good tip. I like that a whole idea of like getting on playlists and, and it's cool that you kind of have someone, I feel like you're in a good um, position because I feel like that one of the biggest things about labels is people, they feel like there's, you know, for lack of a better term, signing their soul away. It's just like you're signing away all your rights, all any, you know, everything. I feel like you have somebody that, that, wants to keep the essence of Sarah Joy and wants to work with you. Exactly. Yeah, they're awesome. Oh, and I just remembered the, um, they had sent me a, a list of like classical magazines and journals and podcasts that we're going to reach out to as well. You're the first one though. You're my first, my first interview for the album. Oh, nice. 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 Of course. I'm going to like, all right. So tell me how can people find this album and is it streamable on Spotify? We know that. All right. Um, tell me, can you purchase it from anywhere? Tell me like the whole deal about this album, where it can be found. Cause I got some, I got some thoughts in my head right now. Cool. Okay. So you can buy it on Apple music. You know, I guess Apple music used to be iTunes, right? Mm, I think so. Like, I think so. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think app, iTunes had everything. They had app, the music, they, they had the podcast, and I think they split. So they kind of split it all up into like Apple Music and Apple Podcasts, if I'm not okay. mistaken. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So it's, it's on Apple Music to download, you know, like the if you don't want to stream. Um, and I don't know who all still buys CDs, like physical copies, <laughs> but that isn't often. Really? So, yeah, so I'm selling it. Uh, it's available on Amazon in the U in in Europe. Like you can buy it in Europe. Um, I'm going to be selling some from my website pretty soon. Um, you can buy it on the Halogen Music Store. So if you go to their website, you can find it on, in their store. Um, I know I'm forgetting something, but those are those are the main places: Spotify, iTunes, or Apple Music, um, Amazon, their website, literally any streaming platform. All right, so let me ask you now. Where do you want people to go? Like, tell us where you want us to go. Which one would be more beneficial to you? Just straight up. <laughs> okay. Probably Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Apple Music, y'all. We got to go get this thing, make the thing turn hot fire. Um, 
that is amazing. Like, I'm so excited for you. And if you guys don't know this lady, she's just like, just a complete, like, just a nice person. And, you know, she's always had this very graceful attitude. And I always try to support people that does things with just some grace. You know, it's just such a rare thing these days. People doing things in grace, with grace, especially in America. It's just very, it's not, it's such a rare thing, but it's so true. A lot of people don't do the stuff with grace, Sarah. I'm just saying. That's really, that's really kind of me. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, um, but where can people go to find Sarah, learn more about Sarah? Where can they go to see who you are and what you got going on? Well, um, I am mostly active on Instagram and YouTube and both of those just type in Sarah Jordan Music and I'll come right up. Um, I did finish kind of polishing up. Well, I still have a couple of things I want to change, but I do have my website, which is uh, sarahjoymusic.com. And um, yeah, those are those are the two new places though. And Spotify, of course. Okay, sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, Sarah, this has been amazing. Um, it's really good to kind of hear the thought process behind the album how you came about with the album because like we're not people are not like always privy to this kind of information but but so to hear it from someone that's actually done it um went through it and is still going through it it's good to kind of hear what the process and what they kind of like dislike and what they went through in doing it so thank you for doing that of course i hope that you know if there are any musicians listening they find something useful from that Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Especially that playlist stuff. Like, I feel like that's like gold because I had never heard that before. But like, yeah, it, I have it, another yeah sure. Go ahead. Drop, oh, drop, sorry. drop knowledge, girl. <laughs> um, I haven't done this yet. Uh, but I've heard that if you also create your own big playlist, like on your artist profile, and then you start including other artists and other musicians, it kind of turns into this really cool, um community where you all support each other and if you find people like that yeah you can really build up your follower account all right so now you got my, my mind ticking so when what so say for example sarah creates a playlist right um does that notify and you add and i got a song and you add my song to your playlist does that notify the artist that you've added their the song to it like how do yeah. you know that the person like someone added you to their playlist? how do you know that so probably the easiest, like most concise way or place to find that information is Spotify for artists. Mm -hmm. And uh, then it'll just show you like the list of playlists that your songs have been added to. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you'll know the curator, sometimes not. Like um, there's this one really good pianist uh, that I got in, uh, that I connected with this one, Ian Wong. Um, and he posts his own music. Um, and then he also just has these awesome playlists where like he has one of mine on his. And so like I'll include him on one of mine if I ever get around to making those. Okay. Uh, which I Cause it is really, really useful. Mm. So we got to like, um, step up our playlist game. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, it's very intriguing to me. I'm really started thinking about this. Um, I like that idea because so you, so you go on the Spotify to artists, um, like that's like your artist's page to kind of yeah, see yeah. because they have one for like the podcasters too. So that's why I know what you're talking about. They have like a, a, a it's like a back end podcast page 
for like for me because my podcast is on Spotify. So I definitely know what you're talking about. It kind of shows like what's going on, the downloads, um, who's listening and all that stuff and the demographics. Is that that's the same thing you're talking about too? Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, sweet. Well, Sarah, this has been awesome. Um, thank you for doing this. Well, thank you. This is fun. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope it's been super valuable to you and you're now ready to take your audience building, your community growing to the next level. I'll be doing more of these where I talk to specific individuals that I know that are well experienced in a specific area to help you and help me build our empire for lack of a better word or just to build our thing um, remember to stop by itunes passion behind the art and leave a review and subscribe it's very important to me it helps the podcast grow and it makes me feel good to kind of hear from you guys to know what you like about this podcast what it's done for you so jump on itunes and subscribe and leave a review passion behind the art be blessed